You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm quite fine. It's a it's a busy day, and uh, gosh, uh, there's a lot to uh, there's a lot to take in with uh, spring practice and NCAA basketball tournament and Alabama's unprecedented success in every single sport we play. We apparently won some cross country national championship, or at least one of our individuals did, which is uh, fun. And uh, boy, I don't know anything about that. Do you? No, I don't know anything about it. I think it's great, though. I was listening to another show based out of Auburn yesterday that I listen to occasionally, and uh, they had a caller call in and go, you know, why can't somebody just subpoena everybody at Alabama? They're winning too much. they got to be doing something. <laughs> and, I, and I just said, that's how you know. That's how you know you're whipping ass. When they, they accuse Alabama, they, they accused us of cheating in softball, in cross country, um, it just doesn't make a shit. And that's how yep. you know we finally – Nick Saban has made their ass quit. <laughs> uh, well, it's yeah. – uh, I mean, hey, and, and even in all the sports, it's funny you said that because, you know, even in softball and track and everything else, I mean, sure, you can give a lot of credit to Greg Byrne, but, but there's just no question that right now University of Alabama is the athletic department that Nick Saban built. I mean, this oh, is yeah. Nick Saban. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's why it was so uh, awesome that he never left, you know, for an NFL job or Texas or whatever. Um, he created the culture of this. And so here's hoping that we can keep that culture going when he leaves. But, Jimmy, a couple of – we'll just – we'll bounce around all day today. Um, Herb Jones named third-team All-American. I All would that. be willing All to that. bet – yeah, I'd be willing to bet that it's got to be one of the lowest – point-per-game averages for a guy that makes an All-American team? I'm sure that's true. And, and since only about 15 guys make first, second, or third team, only like 15, uh, it has been rare that uh, that an Alabama guy has uh, has been first, second, or third team All-American. I mean, it's just a rare thing in the past 10, 15, 20 years, really, ever. I mean, it's not football. It's just, I mean, you're talking about just the 15 best players. I mean, that's... That's tough. So uh, it's really, I know, third team, but just a huge honor. It, it really is. And um, so here's hoping that he can continue his career for quite some time at Alabama, uh, at least a couple of more weeks. And, um, you know, we got a big game coming up with, uh, with Iona this weekend, obviously. And I talked to Brian Passink on uh, a podcast I did earlier Um Man, he's still on cloud nine about this past weekend. And, you know, I asked him point blank. I said, uh, okay, which is which was better? Alabama's 2021 tournament championship or the birth of your children? He said, <laughs> definitely, he said definitely the championship because even his children would agree with that. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Good I would answer. clear that. Yeah, I would, I would clear that with the wife. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't think she's going to listen, so I think it works out. Um, so, um, 
Yeah, but you, have you had any more thoughts on Iona? You've been able to look into them at all? Uh, just a couple. I mean, you know, they have some. Uh, it's an upper class. Uh, well, I mean, there's a senior backcourt, senior guards. Uh, that that's a good recipe. Uh, but again, they have not beaten anyone good. Anyone they've played that's even been remotely good, they've lost to. Uh, Alabama, I believe, is favored by 17. Uh, I'm not sure I'd be all over that 17. But what I am all over is I feel uh, very good about that game. Now, the game that's going to make me incredibly nervous is UConn, assuming it's UConn in round two. The more digging I do on UConn, the more frightened I am of UConn. <laughs> I can't believe, in retrospect, they're a seven seed. Uh, they are a very, very good team. Jimmy, UConn is a very good team, and I'll tell you a very good place to go to get to all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com, rockauto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. Go check them out. site is super easy to navigate, super easy to get around. And you know what? If you like saving money, rockauto.com is there for you to help you save money. Rockauto.com is where you need to go. Get your chassis, get your timing belt, get whatever you need. At rockauto.com, they'll ship it right to you, all the parts your car will ever need. Then there's betonline.ag. Go check out betonline.ag. Look, tournament time, baby. You can go get your uh, odds on who you think's going to win the championship. You can bet on the tide. You can bet against the tide. If you're a jerk, go ahead. I don't care. We're going to win anyway. We don't need you. But betonline.ag, they're there for any bet you want. Betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked on, you'll get a 50%, not 20%, 50% welcome bonus. That's a big deal. So you put in 100, you get 150. Jimmy and I are pro free money. We say that all the time, and this is free money. Go get it. BetOnline.ag. They're the best. They're the ones that everybody on Locked On endorses. Go check out BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On. All right, Jimmy, um, we were talking about uh, UConn being a very good team, and they are. And I know the NCAA says, they don't ever look at storylines, okay? Well, then fancy me this, NCAA. How does it just that coinkydink that um, Rick Pitino, who broke Alabama's heart in 1987, is our first-round opponent, and then our second-round opponent, assuming we win, will either be UConn, who broke our hearts in 2004. They, did, they broke our souls, too, because they beat the shit out of us. Um, but uh, Or we play Maryland with who? Galen Smith, who transferred from Alabama. So, yeah, maybe it is just all this giant coincidence, and maybe it's just a coincidence that you have um, LSU as an eight seed in our bracket because we've been, you know, that we've got a good rivalry with them when you should have made them a seven seed or something, whatever. But I just feel like the NCAA does take into account storyline. Uh, it can feel that way. I guess we have, I guess we have a lot of history with uh, with so many teams <laughs> that it's going to feel that way. But no, I, I don't think so. I, I think they they line. I, I think we were we were the fifth seed, uh, which is exactly what Lenardi predicted, which is exactly where we are in the AP poll. I think we were the fifth seed, which means we were the top two seed. That's why we're playing the fourth one seed in Michigan. And I just think they, they literally just seed it out from there, and it falls where it falls. That's, that's, that's what I think. I just think we have a history with so many different schools because we have a long basketball history. We used to be in this tournament a lot. 
and, and therefore we have the, the Rick Pitino history, the Villanova history, obviously uh, multiple SEC teams. You know, and more than four SEC teams make it into the tournament, there's going to be at least one bracket that's got two SEC teams in it. Uh, and that's what happened with LSU. But, uh, hey, uh, I know this. I'm, I'm going to worry just a bit about Iona, but I'm going to worry a lot about Villanova. As to who Alabama would play after that, I'm going to try not even to care. I mean, I have looked at the bracket. I got a fairly good idea. But, Wait a minute. Why are you uh, worried I'm, about Villanova? I mean, I mean Connecticut, because <laughs> – the, the, the same, the same reason, the same reason I'd be worried about about Villanova is why I'm worried about UConn. They're really, really good, uh, and uh, they got dudes. And uh, no, it's UConn, and uh, I think UConn will beat Maryland, and I think Alabama is going to beat Iona convincingly. But that game on Monday, oh boy, it's going to feel like a college football playoff game. Actually, worse than that, because most college football playoff games Alabama wins easily. Yeah, I think that Monday game, do we know what time that game would be? I've had a lot of people ask me that, and I've looked all over. I have not seen a thing. I don't think they've decided. My guess, based on what I've seen so far, Luke, my guess is uh, they're not going to set the time until all the opponents and matchups are known uh, so TV can really just kind of take advantage, you know, of, uh, of putting the best games on at the best times. Yeah, that one would be hard for me to imagine not being prime time. Right. Give it, you know, UConn won it all in 2014. It feels like UConn is falling off the face of the, the earth recently, but um, they did win it all in 14. And, you know, they've got, uh, was it Boat Night? Book Night? Book, book Night. night. Yep. Yeah, Book Night. He's, um, he's a hell of a player. Um, he's one of the best players in the country. He's just, he was injured some this year. And so it's going to be, that's a great matchup, potentially Herb Jones on Book Night. But you know what's going to happen, right? Everybody and their mama. I just heard somebody on the radio, like a Brad somebody or other, on a Sirius XM. He has UConn going to the Final Four. So you know Goodness. Maryland's going to win that first game, right? <laughs> you know that. Hey, I'll take it. Uh, and Maryland is a good team. And Galen's had a, a good year. I think all Galen needed was to play in an offense that better suits, you know, what he does. And uh, and he's a good kid and a good player, and I'm glad he's doing well. And uh, hey, Frank, frankly, I'd really, really like to see him in that second game. I, I mean, anybody... I, I think it would be a pretty big upset. I I wouldn't worry so much about the matchup with Maryland like I do with uh, with UConn, who's one of the few teams. There's only about six teams, Luke, that in that Ken Palm uh, uh, offensive and defensive efficiency that are like in the top 15. Uh, there's only about five or six teams that are in both. And they're all like one seeds, two seeds in UConn. Um, has anybody seen Galen Smith and um, James Rojas in the same place at the same time? Are we sure they're not the same guy? <laughs> uh, okay, Jimmy, I got to tell everybody about uh, Kaleidoscope Media. Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. This is where you want to go. Look, they want to help you bring your architectural visions to life. They've got 3D rendering. Um, they, they can do all this fantastic design for you. It's a husband and wife team uh, of Michael and Cassie Moore. Michael spent two tours in Iraq. He's a decorated disabled Iraqi veteran. So thank him so much for his service. Give them a call, 
517-7188. Or go check them out at kal-media.com, kal-media.com. And they want to help you figure out your dream home, your dream remodel, whatever it is. They 3D modeling, I mentioned. They just want to help you. So give them a call. If you want to just call Michael and say thanks for being a fantastic American, I think that's a positive. So whatever it is, but go check them out online too. KAL-media.com, Kaleidoscope Media. All right, Jimmy, uh, final segment here. Uh, anything you want to talk about football-wise? I know practice is coming up Friday, and Auburn's already started their practice. So anything you want to spill? Uh, you know, there's not a lot of, of news, and I think Nick Saban really likes it that way. It's kind of funny how, I, I mean, I credit the basketball and, and Nate Oates. Everyone's talking about this, and normally by this time of year we're either in the NIT or didn't even get in the NIT, and so much focus is on football. But I, I think I hear less and get asked less about spring practice, and I credit Nate Oates entirely with that, and I bet Nick Saban likes it that way. But, but no, I, I know of no uh, specific news uh, that is specifically related to, uh, to spring practice that, that, that would be news to, to anyone else. Uh, I do think there will be some level of news uh, in the weeks to come uh, in terms of uh, – you know, uh, or I say in the days to come in terms of the roster, you know, are there any roster changes or any position changes? But as of right now, uh, I think it's a, a very quiet uh, situation, and uh, I just credit uh, Nate Oates for stealing all of the air out of the room. And that's why you listen to Locked on Bama, for inside scoop like that. Absolutely <laughs> nothing brought to the table by our number one insider, Correct. Jimmy Stein. Correct, correct. Hey, sometimes, um, sometimes when you stick your, uh, sometimes when you stick your uh, listening device in the room, you know what it picks up? Nothing. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, all right. So, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? It's a bit of a quick podcast, but you know, um, I think people like a quick podcast every now and again. Hey, congratulations to Dalvin Tomlinson, former Alabama player, signing yeah. massive, uh, large guarantee with the Minnesota Vikings. He'll be moving from the Giants to the Vikings. Won't be the last Alabama player to be moved uh, while this uh, free agency frenzy is going on. Kareem Jackson released by the Broncos, which I understand from reading through the Denver media, was a little bit surprising. I'm sure it's a salary cap type money move, but uh, Kareem had a good year last year, and and I don't think he's going to be uh, on on this market uh, as a free agent very long. I expect he will be picked up quickly. And uh, and the deal reworked, but with the uh, the NFL salary cap went down from last year due to the revenue shortfall from last year, and it's created uh, salary cap issues for for all 32 teams. And 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 I, I would assume that uh, that decision that the Broncos reached had everything to do with you have to be under the cap by Wednesday at five o'clock. So uh, I think we'll see some other uh, releases around the league that on first blush you're like what, but it has to do with being under that cap before Wednesday at 5 or you get penalized. Yeah, and of course, Drew Brees retired, which, you know, may open up a slot for Mac Jones to be drafted by the Saints or something if he lasts that far. That could That's be right. interesting. You can, uh, I've definitely seen that, that mock happen a lot. I think from uh, where we sit now, Mac, uh, if the Saints want Mac, they're going to have to trade up to get him from, from where they sit right now. But uh, that that's possible. Um, 
you know, I, I think any number of teams. I, I, as it gets kind of closer, I'm kind of thinking maybe Washington might end up being a, a spot Mac ends up in, or San Francisco. And, again, some of these teams may trade up to get him. That's not unusual for teams drafting a quarterback in the first round as they move up from where they're at. But uh, I think the uh, the, 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 the uh, Redskins and, uh, and the, the 49ers are uh, potential landing spots. Did you see the Redskins just brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick, which, of course, affects Tua Tungvaluwa? That's right. And, uh, boy, I, I don't know that there's a better number two quarterback in the league than Fitzpatrick who will understand the offense quickly, popular with his teammates, and when the starter gets hurt, hey, you still got a chance to win with that guy. Yeah, you know what's funny? I think he is the best number two quarterback in the league as long as he's number two. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, if he if he has to be number one, he's going to – He's going to burn your ass the first couple of games, and then things are going to slowly and steadily fall off, right? That's right. Well, there's a reason that, that he hasn't consistently been a number one. I mean, there's a reason, or he would be a number one. But in terms of, I think, a guy that's just you know ready to play break glass in case of emergency guy, he's fantastic, and uh, even at his age. And uh, I was always really impressed by how he handled the Tua situation and how highly Tua thinks of him. Uh, Tua, was, oh, yeah. Tua was giddy over his relationship with, uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, uh, you know, good dude. And, uh, you know, Washington needs a starter, and, and I don't think they, they – they, they, I don't think that they signed Fitzpatrick to fill that role. Uh, I think they're going to draft one. Maybe All right, Matt. buddy, that'll do it for this, for this episode. So roll time. Roll time.